Hello and welcome to another lockdown edition of Tibbles Nibbles. Hi Stu. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. Um, so today we're going to talk about something near and dear to my heart. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, that's the Have I said that on, I on think, all of them? I think that's the opening for every single one we've done, mate. I but just love food. Yeah, no, no, I completely agree. Everything is near and dear to my heart. Probably a bit too much with all yeah. the kind of clogged arteries and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to talk about something that definitely clogs the arteries. Though, to be fair, this one does generally come with quite a lot of salad if you ask for it i think there are two ways to go with this because i think it can be healthy i I genuinely think this food is healthy yeah no i think you're right and today to your surprise it's taken i'm sure it'll be surprised dear listener uh, that it's taken us this long to get to it we're going to talk kebabs indeed oh tibbles nibbles always makes me so hungry you've got to have steak (laughs) don't eat rice in pubs (laughs) yeah well as in beef tallow you had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be blocking. Oh, and pies. Only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. Tibbles nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. So, kebabs, what do, what do kebabs mean for you? If I say the word kebab, what do you think? Well, now I think of the, all those, like, those, those beautiful Middle Eastern Turkish-style restaurants. Yes. Uh, especially living as I do, I keep going on about it, Walthamstow, um, massive Turkish community. Yes. I've never seen so many people dancing around on the streets when Turkey won a quarter final <laughs> in a World Cup once. Um, it was incredible. Yeah, loads of Turkish barbers, loads of Turkish restaurants. There is a big Turkish community. Yes. Uh, and I think what that means is, is that I'm spoiled for the quality of Turkish kebab cuisine. Yes. Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. What grilled meat with salad? Yes. I mean that's what keeps me that, that's what keeps me alive, I think. Well let's let's go right back. What was the first kebab that you ever had? Can you remember? Yeah, I think I, I can remember it. I was I was dating a girl at secondary school and we'd been to we'd been swimming in Malvern and we went to a chippy. Okay. For lunch. You're a classy My guy. My shout, you know. I was only about fifteen, mate. Give me a break. Oh, well done. Um but I decided to go for a donna meat yes and chips because i'd never had one before you mm-hmm. see the elephant's foot you know yeah yeah um i knew that i liked sort of spicy foods and things yes um yeah had it with chili sauce and absolutely loved it and sold from that day forward yeah absolutely yeah i do remember we used to come home from swimming um or come back from swimming on the coach from swimming lessons at school and you'd always go past the mediterranean fish bar <laughs> um i'm trying to remember what what must have been on the bottom end of friar street i want to say the name rings a bell. I, I can picture the front of the, the place. I can't tell you where it was, though. Yeah, it, it was basically um, by La Roma, the Greek restaurant La Roma. If yeah, you near the that, bridge. Posh one. Yeah, 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 near, know, yeah, near the bridge. Yeah, anyway, we'll figure out where it is. I'll, I'll, mm. I'll post up a link. I'm sure it's still there. And I remember looking at that and going, oh, God, that's, you know, it looks awful, but I'm quite intrigued. I quite like to taste. I quite like to try it. And then we went out. I think we must have been 16, 15 or 16, about the same age. I think you probably... It may well have been under your instigations after we'd down, been to the Crown at Crown Passage. Yeah, I think whilst we were, I a think, little bit young. I think we were slightly older than 15, but yeah. We yeah, were, no, we I think were, we were 16 seven, or 17, we I think. Were, I was 17, you were probably 16. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, we went to the Crown at Crown Passage and went <laughs> to the Void. For those of Worcesterites who remember the Void <laughs> run by Spider. I was going to say, that Spider's Bar, is yeah, it? Yeah, Spider's Bar. Oh, playing pool in Spider's Bar, brilliant. Yeah, um, and I think on the way home, we went via the Worcester Kebab House. On the butts. On the butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I had my first kebab, and I I was sold ever since. We used to go there quite a lot. Um, started off with the Donners, but I remember definitely moving on to a a, a chicken sheesh and lamb sheesh. You know, so it's yes. actually the bits of meat that are grilled. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're fantastic! Yeah, really good. And then um, I moved on to Koftis as well. Mm. 
big fan of kofti kebabs and then and then obviously as you got you know as you got larger and your appetite got bigger then you started getting into the mixed kebabs yeah although i think after after a session yeah you know, a, a kebab was the way forward mm-hmm. um definitely i can remember as a as a young teen or so as an older teen having those uh those lamb sheesh kebabs and um, I remember driving up there once to have a dry kebab. Yes. Because I liked them so much. I didn't have to be drunk to like a kebab. I, I soon discovered that I liked them anyway. It took me a couple of years to realise that I, I, it, I, had, I had long associated with them, with them just, I think, as a lot of people do, of just being hammered. And, and, I, and, and I, convinced, I sort of semi-convinced myself that I only liked them when I was drunk. And then, as you did, I, I was walking past one day and I was like, oh, I wonder if I do like these sober. And so I had one and I had my usual kebab and I was like, no, this is really good. These need to be part of my life. Do you remember on Millennium Eve drop kicking a kebab into my face? I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Was that the one where I actually got thrown out of somewhere? That's we were a few the, times I ever got thrown out of Millennium Eve. It was like, you know, we were, we were partying like it was 1999. Yeah. Because it was. <laughs> I mean, I was a bit ha- I'm a bit hazy, but you decided about, it might have been like half 11, that you wanted a kebab to see the new year in. So you went <laughs> off and bought about eight kebabs. I can't remember who we were with. It was definitely me, you and Matt, our other listener. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you can furnish us with the rest yeah, of the story because I don't remember this at all. No, I mean, you were far gone. I was pretty far gone. I don't know. But I just remember you coming back with kebabs and then getting grumpy because people weren't eating them. And you ended up, you know, we had one of our little famous rows and you drop kicked a kebab <laughs> into my face. <laughs> I'm sure you deserved it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure I did. But, you know, tasty. <laughs> Eat this in a one hour. Yeah, which, the, uh... which might be why you got thrown out of the blower. I yeah, um, to be fair, God, you had to do a lot to get thrown out of the blur in '99. Yeah, that was that was that, and then I remember going up to um, when I went to uni. That was that was another one, and there was a place called Sterling. Yeah, you went to uni. So went Sterling. to uni in Sterling, and there was a place. In fact, it was an Irish an Irish kebab chain that was sort of trying to make its way over into the UK. Hmm. Um, and you, one thing you will notice is there are no chain kebab shops. Well, there is one. But which we'll now talk about there later, is, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There is now, um, and it was called Abracababra, which I loved. <laughs> um, and it was, it was, it was okay, but it wasn't great. But they tried to be sort of the McDonald's of kebabs, and it just doesn't work like that. It's just dawned on me that that name's going to sound so much better in a Scottish accent. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. I'm not going to try that because because oh. if we have a Scottish listener, they'll come down just to punch me in the face with my awful Scottish accent. We used to go there quite a lot because it was about four minutes walk uh, from my house. And they did pretty cheap kebabs, but they did try to be sort of the McDonald's of the kebab world, and it and it doesn't really seem to work like that. I don't think you need that kind of local touch. I think what's nice about the kebab places that you know, and I, I really do remember that one on the butts in Worcester, mm. um, and it was it's because it was freshly cooked food yes. at that time for a few pounds. Yes, I think that's a brilliant thing. Yeah, and I remember I was actually talking to my mum um, a little while ago, and one of the things she always said was she knew how drunk I was when I got home on a, after a night out by how much kebab was down the front of my shirt. But you should stop kicking them at people. No, no that was just me being crap at eating. <laughs> That's why you've got a beard at the moment to kind of keep all those yeah, little bits I'll near. Save near it for the next day. You know, when I wake up in the morning and I'm hungry. Saving them for later. That's what you should do. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think one thing I found was that I got, I got into like bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger kebabs with like more different things in. Mm. And then I sort of gradually paired it back to you know, ordering one thing and not having mixed kebabs because I, I, 
I'm actually at the stage now where I go to decent places with, that have good flavour and, and they put mm. things together well. Mm. It is nice, though, to have a mix of different things. You know, we're still talking sort of those places with pitters, aren't we, that fill the pitter. Yeah. Kind of Greek style, you know, thinking about all the kind of Harry Enfield mm. characters back in the day. Yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah, and, but, I think, but I, think, I think you're right. If I'm, having a, if I'm going somewhere for a sit-down and I'm mm. thinking specifically of the kebab shop on St. James's, um, where we went, I think, for your son's birthday. Well, there's a there's a couple, aren't there? Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a couple. And we'll come on to that in a minute. I'm just interested in that Scottish kebab thing. Because uh, it's something we didn't talk about before when we were talking about takeaways and yeah. things. Because like, I came to see you in Stirling once. Yes. That was about a new year, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, we did. New year. It was the yeah. 2000, 2001 new year. But you can order fags and booze. Yes. from delivery services in Scotland, oh, which I remember being, that was a revolutionary thing. Well, we had an ice cream van that used to come round, <laughs> sell ice cream during the day and then the evenings, it was fags and booze. <laughs> what more brilliant. could you want? That's they they understood the student life. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, and it was, it was, that was actually the first time I ever had a kebab in a wrap rather than in a pitta. A shawarma type thing. Yeah, mm. more of a shawarma in a wrap, which is, I have to say, how I prefer them now. Yeah, rather I, than in a pitta, seems to be the way that sort of you know in, in Surrey where I work, mm -hmm. middle, beautiful middle class Surrey seems to now go for shawarmas rather than yes. kebabs. Yeah, and, and, but I think a lot of that is about messiness of eating. I guess it's the people creating the cuisine as well. I don't know where shawarma comes from, but I guess it's a yeah. I mean, it's more sort of or something. yeah. I think it's more sort of Syrian and Lebanese do shawarma. I've actually bought some in the. I've got some in the car. I bought some because I went to the Turkish International Shop today to oh, get yeah. your supplies. Thank you. Uh, I couldn't help but pick up a few fresh shawarmas in a packet. <laughs> nice. Um, see if uh, see if the kid likes those. Yeah, and then of course the other the other good thing about kebabs is if you get rid of the bread, it's really good keto meal. Yes, it is, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I like them so much. So let's go back to so the restaurants, St James's, a uh, little place in Warth little area of Walthamstow. The one that I used to love. And was the reason I got into this food was a place called Urfa, right. which doesn't exist anymore. Oh. It was it was right by. It's not far from the place we've mm. been to. Yeah, and I think we might have been to Urfa before. And I know I know um, Dom who refuses to listen to the podcast. I know he's been there with me. And I once had a birthday where work people and my parents were there and stuff. Okay, but it was very much you know when um, when uh, when me and Yoko were first in Walthamstow, that mm. would be that would be our go to place. Yes, um, because it's not fatty. Uh, it's really flavoursome. You get a nice salad on the side. Yeah. Um, their Good rice. Their chef, yeah, rice-based as well. Shepherd salad uh, is the onion one. Yes. Uh, which is sort of onion. I've tried to recreate it, but I don't know how. Um, because it's 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 grilled onions. That bit's easy. Yeah. It's sort of barbecue grilled onions. Mm -hmm. And that's the main vegetable ingredient. Then the sauce is some kind of olive oil mixed with um, sort of pomegranate juice or some kind of fruity yeah, juice. And sumac. Sumac is the thing that seems to be mm. a big, that seems to be really coming up in terms of, in fashion. What is that? I, it's like a spice mix of okay. some description. Yeah, there is a kind of powder on the top as well. And I think that's what it is. But I've tried to, you know, I've been to the Turkish supermarket and I've bought all the ingredients I think it could be. Yes. But I still haven't been able to make it yet. Oh, interesting. Well, you maybe you have to ask and see whether they'll actually tell. Quite often, I think. I mean, I've never done this because I'm just far too British and 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 you know wouldn't ever ask. But I know that there are quite a few people who will just go and ask the chef what's the recipe for this. Yeah, no, I've asked quite him. Often tell I've, them. I've got all the ingredients. I, okay. can't, I can't get the mix right. No, it's the uh, it's the proportions that are always the killer. But this uh, this pomegranate sauce, it's very much like um, it's like a balsamic glaze. It's okay. obviously been reduced down, so it's really, really oh, sweet. It's like pomegranate molasses. Yeah, sort almost of stuff. like yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that. But it is squirtable, mm. so it's not solid like a tamarind or anything. Yeah. Um, 
but it's um yeah it's sweet like a balsamic glaze oh very interesting um and yeah Urfa's shepherd salad which you used to get standard if you if you ate in yes um was just unbelievable mm-hmm. you know um it was really really good and then you got their normal salad as well again with a little tiny bit of dry spice on the top yes. which is probably what you're talking about yeah. then you get your bread and you get your rice mm. well the meat comes on top of the rice yes and they also use the bread to wipe the meat off the kebab yes. sticks which yeah, means yeah, that yeah. you've got it's not butter it's actual animal fat that, yeah. on the bread which oh, makes it taste so, so good, good. Yeah, yeah you know you're in a good kebab house if they do that to the wrap before they wrap things in it. If it's if you go somewhere and it's not too busy, quite often they'll they'll sort of rub it up and down the, the, the meat. Yeah. Yeah, use the use the bread as sort of um as we would use sort of kitchen roll to yeah. kind of move things around. It just makes it yeah, really yeah, flavorful. Exactly. And it was Urfa where I fell in love with lamb ribs. Yes. The fla- there's something about barbecued lamb, mm-hmm. whether it be sheesh or lamb chops or lamb ribs, that it's just fantastic. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I don't think so. there's a better flavour. Yeah, and it's yeah, lamb does take smoke really well. I think. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's 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 really good. So, so, can you remember the name of the place that you took me that, that we went to? That's Delight Delight Cafe. That's the one. Yeah, Delight. And of course, it's a breakfast cafe in the mornings. Yes, or even in the evening. I mean, you can order a, a full English. We mm-hmm. were talking. Uh, I think we've we've done a we've done a breakfast pod uh, as well. Uh, didn't mention that, but yeah, no, it's 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 a wonderful kebab place. Mm. Uh, t- run by Turkish people. Yes. Um, you can get yourself a nice bottle of FS. Yes, you can. FS Draft that I like, which is still in a bottle. Um, but they call it FS Draft <laughs> and it's an extra few pence. It tastes different. No. <laughs> it's just in a brown bottle. Um, it's because it's classy. <laughs> it is classy. It tastes nice anyway. I like yeah. it. It's a good lager. Um, yeah. And of course, they do varying size platters, which is good. And um, it's cheap. Yeah. Taro loves it. Um, it's good food. Yeah. Uh, and I like, you know, you get a little grilled sort of chili pepper on the side mm-hmm. as well, which could be oh, I I love those. Russian roulette on that as yeah. well. Because it, yeah, yeah. be, it could be just a little bit sort of capsicum sort of pepper, or it could blow your head off. You don't yes. quite know. A uh, bit of tomato. And yeah, and then the meat's all piled up. We had a platter for five or six. Yeah. Which, you know, like I said, we're big eaters. Mm-hmm. Taro's getting more of a big eater, but he wasn't necessarily then, but he had a bit. I mean, Yoko ate some. Don was there. He ate some. Yeah. I mean, we, we struggled to finish it, I think. And that was only a £40 platter. Mm, yeah. So the price is really good. They have yeah. gone up a little bit recently. Yes. Um, like everything has, because the rents have gone up and all this. Thing. But it's still really good value mm-hmm. food. Yeah, very much so. And, and that seems to be a, a, a sort of a continuing theme of, of this sort of food is that it is really good value for money. I mean, one of the, probably my favourite kebab place in London is, is Woody Grill. And there, there are a few of them that I've, I, and I've been to, three of them now. And one of them is perfectly positioned that I can get off the tube at my tube stop, go to Woody Grill, and then it takes me exactly the length of time it eats, takes me to eat a kebab from there to the, the very last bin before I reach my house. Mm. So it's, it's absolutely perfect. And that is, you know, Donna meat in a wrap. Um, with salad for a fiver. Yeah. And bad. that's enough for, you know, that's more than enough actually for dinner. Yeah, not bad at all. I mean, I, I just love those restaurants and there's a few of them all over the place now. Mm. They're popping up. I mean, I've been to, I've been to one in Crystal Palace and I've been to one in Whitechapel. Yeah. Both what, Woody of which, Grill? No, 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 sorry. Oh, okay. The kind of Turkish style yes. places. Both of which slightly more at market mm-hmm. than what you get in the stove. I wouldn't say the food's any nicer, but there's a, there's a wider variety. Yes. But I have to admit, I think maybe because I'm just tight, it does annoy me though. I'm paying twice the price for essentially the, the same stuff. Yes, in, in, in nicer surroundings, basically. The surroundings seem nicer, oh, maybe. 
yeah, maybe a bit, but I'm more interested in the food than the yeah, surroundings. Yeah, exactly. And I remember living in Watford as well. There was a really nice sit-down restaurant there. I'll have to. I cut the met. I, I was desperately trying to remember what it was called, but it escapes me. I'll I'll find it um, and put a link in the in the uh, in the post as to where to go. That that it, it was pretty much the most highly rated restaurant in Watford for about three years. We didn't talk about it when we did the steaks episode. But yeah. what was that restaurant you took me to in Watford that did steaks from lots of strange animals? Oh, I don't even remember. Oh God, that one. Do you yeah. remember the restaurant? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's closed fairly quickly. <laughs> Any yeah. restaurant that starts where the waiter goes. Now this is our concept. Yeah, but um, I had zebra. You did. Oh, sorry, zebra. Zebra. Yeah, I had a zebra steak, which was nice because I quite like horse. Yeah. There were what was there? Elk, were kang- there were kangaroo, kangaroo steaks, elk. Yeah. Springbok. Yeah. I remember having a springbok. Lots of sort of deer and antelope, basically. Lots of things that you can just basically go and shoot in Africa. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Giraffe steaks. Yeah. They're quite tall. <laughs> Yeah, and there was another one. There's another one called Nana's, uh, and I don't think that one's still there. I will look it up. That was that was really close to my house. That was another really nice sit down place that you literally had to book two weeks in advance. If this you is kebabs to go to. again. Kebab back to kebabs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You literally had to book like two weeks in advance if you wanted, wanted to go because, um, from what I could see, people basically had like a weekly booking, um, and they would just go there one day every week. And that was their booking, and and it would only be if they wanted didn't want to eat there that someone else could get in. It was it was, it was the only I think the only restaurant in Watford that was busy every night. So what are your sauce options, Tibbs, on a kebab? I'm a simple man. Um, well, I think if we're talking Turkish kebabs, because I think there's a there's we need to talk a little bit about um, Greek kebabs as well. I'm going to take that. I'm a simple man. I'm going to put that into the next trail. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> I think that's good. No, I I am a simple man when it comes to this. I like. Chili sauce, I like garlic mayo or, or or the garlic sauce, whatever it is. Um, I must confess, I prefer a garlic sauce, like a yogurt-based garlic sauce, than than if they have garlic mayo for mm-hmm. for, for preference. Mm-hmm. But I like the chili sauce, and I like it when the chili sauce is like a little bit too hot. And I like it when the chili sauce is homemade. Yes, it tends to be not quite as hot when it's homemade. I think, which is fine because the mm-hmm. depth of flavour is mm-hmm. better. Homemade chili sauce, you know, you're onto a winner. I yeah, think. and 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 I always find that it strikes me. There's one of those things where the chili sauce is just never runs out because they just keep dumping more stuff into. It. I don't think it works like that, <laughs> but I I, I I I do dream that at one point there's just this enormous vat of chili sauce, and every so often when they're running out, they just dump more in and. It's like this everlasting chili sauce. Pot. Yeah, there's a, there's a place in Kingston directly opposite the uh, the station. Yeah, which used to be Tony Roma's rib place where I did all all you can eat ribs right, on okay. a Monday night. Uh, for many years now, it's been a, a a Turkish restaurant. It begins with this. I don't even want to try and say it. it was just, you just have to stick it in the notes. Yeah. Um, but they have a little tiny takeaway bit on the side of the mm-hmm. restaurant, and I've been there several times. The yeah. bread they use there is incredible. Yes. It's not. It's not flatbread. It's not pita bread. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere sort of between the two. It's and yeah. it, you know how shawarma bread is like a little bit more. Um, it's a bit more puffy than say the the normal wraps that you yes. get, like the, the Mexican style wraps that yeah, everyone yeah, eats yeah, nowadays. Yeah. It, it, it's fluffy like a white loaf, but it's flat like a naan bread. Yes. it's just wonderful. Mm, yeah, no, I, um, I, I like that bread. And they do some very good takeaway kebabs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have eaten on have <laughs> on my own. I've eaten in there uh, in an afternoon. Um, yeah. And again, the food there is excellent. Mm-hmm. It really is good. I just think it's a little expensive because I know yeah. that, you know, nearer my house, uh, it's a lot cheaper. But it is definitely a decent place to go. Mm. Oh, that's good. The, the reason it came to my head is they make their own chili sauce and their chili sauce is really good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. 
Yeah, I, I one thing I do find with kebab places is that it's a bit of a. I, I love those little chilies that they put in mm, the green pick, ones, the, the pickled chilies. Yeah, yeah, the pickled chilies. It's sometimes a bit of a roulette whether you even get one or not. I think sometimes you have to tell them that you want them, and then I, I have no shame in asking for extra. Yeah, I know that I'm I'm a little bit backwards in that, and I wish I wasn't because quite often you you need two to sort of make it the full length of the kebab. And they only put one in, so you've only got it for like half the kebab. And I'm, I, oh. It's more like the, the single dressing on top of the salad. But no, I'm like, no, extra chilli, please, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing. So I think that there are actually two things, I think, that make a decent kebab place. And you know you're getting somewhere slightly better than just your drunken kebab. Yes. We covered the first one, the chilli sauce. Mm-hmm. I think also look up at the look up at the elephant's legs. Yes. And if you can actually see that they're made of, little bits of meat yes rather than just some kind of pressed congealed sort of um, um like an industrial thing basically they're obviously just bought yeah that, something that comes yeah. already on the yeah. stick yeah. essentially yeah 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 if it's if it's just like a big lump of mincemeat on a stick then don't have it but if you can actually see that it's little bits of meat all yes. stuck together then you know it's going to be yeah good. and i was going to come on to that because that's the thing that i like about woody grill is it's it's obviously big slices that they've put on there hmm. you know because i've seen how they construct Schwarmer, and it's quite impressive, you know, where they make they cut it thin and then do the layers and they layer mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm using my hands here, and I'm not sure that's. I don't think that's really <laughs> going to do much for the listeners. Those ones, I, I I really do like, and I love it when it comes out like that. But sometimes there is just there is just a need for for a bit of elephant's leg. Yes, and I mean, I talked in the I think it was the Curry's podcast where me and Mark we went yes. fourteen days in a row with it and you I, I you know in edinburgh i surprised you with a with a kebab pizza once i yes. remember in at the festival with chili sauce on it and it was epic it was epic i mean it's not a bad thing is it no <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing of beauty i mean they wanted to deep fry it for me being in scotland but i resisted that <laughs> <laughs> i'm disappointed now that it didn't come deep fried have you ever had a deep fried kebab have, of course i have <laughs> Really? Yes. Oh, do tell. do tell. It was amazing. Um. Well, I mean, that was the th- well. No, bit, no, I bit, had it a bit doughy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I mean, they didn't batter it. Oh, they just they would. rolled okay. it up and then it was almost like a chimichanga. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because it's like, how do you make a burrito better? Well, you deep fry it. Um. I, it's 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 similar in the kebab, but they sort of rather than leaving it open at one end, they sort of wrapped it and then made it into what was essentially looked like a giant spring roll. Is it Cheetahs in Worcester that was always known for its chimichangas? Chesters. Chesters, that's it. Yes. I only went once. Did I, you? I had the chimichangas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went once when I didn't realise I was going out with my girlfriend, so I'd had dinner with my parents. And then she was like, oh, are you coming out tonight? I was like, yeah, okay. And then she was like, oh, yeah, don't forget we've got that booking. And I was like, yeah, I've just had like dinner at my parents and I've eaten loads and now I have to go out with my girlfriend and eat a second meal. I love, I love that phrase, I didn't realise. I mean, you, you literally can't remember anything. No, I have the worst memory in the world. Um, so if I do forget anyone or anything, um, it's not personal. I just, I'm just terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the time I had a chimichanga. That's why I yes. got onto that because, yeah, I think it was all right. So yeah, so your deep fried kebab was a roll and it was like a chimichanga. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I have also had deep fried pizza. Which I, which generally you take the pizza, fold it in half, dip it in batter, yeah, and then deep fry it. See, I assumed the kebab would be dipped in batter. No, because it, I think there's there's just the complication of, of that then be, how to eat it. Because that would be awful. Because yeah. that would just make no sense. <laughs> in a way that eating deep fried pizza completely makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, very. That I wouldn't. I would never have a deep fried pizza sober. Okay, I say that now. I want to eat one sober just to see whether I. Will I am like a it. big fan of a deep fried Mars bar. Yes, I absolutely. Love. I think maybe we should get, maybe we should do chip shops a, a separate time and yeah. talk about this. 
Yeah, no, I will. Because obviously, uh, yeah, no, I've got many stories about that. So, yeah, let's do, uh, or just do Edinburgh food or something. Yeah, we do chip yeah. shops, Edinburgh food. Yeah, yeah we maybe we should that. do locations as well. Okay, right. So, let's go. So, the last thing I want to talk about, really. So, I think we've we've done kebabs, well, Turkish got, kebabs pretty well. So I've yeah. got one more thing. Yes. And it's kind of, it, it, it follows on from that filthy, filthy escapade of you talking about deep frying a kebab. Mm-hmm. Is that I once ate and bought and saw, saw and then ate, frozen ready meal kebabs that you can get from sort of Iceland and those sort of places. Right. You know how you can get a Rustler's burger? Yeah. Well this is like a deep frozen version where you've got your donner already filled sorry, you've got your, your pitta already filled with donner meat, frozen. Right. And you just take it out and stick it in the oven or the microwave. I haven't given up on life that it. much. <laughs> <laughs> Even I have never been that low. <laughs> Life is pretty low. <laughs> I mean, I put it in the same category as that oil slick roast dinner that I spoke about yeah. back in the day yeah, on one uh, of the first how, podcasts. That must have been like 99p. No, well, yeah, I was a student. So it was kind of, you know, going to Iceland. And, and I thought, you yeah. know, rather than getting a kind of lasagna, I'll try mm-hmm. going for a kebab. And, and I, remember, I remember down in Exeter, um, there being a few people talking about, you know, you can get a, you save a bit of cash yeah. and get frozen kebabs and then heat them back up when you get home from. Yeah. The Lemmy. Um, it was, I mean, I say it was all right. I was hammered. Yeah. So but yeah, um, I wouldn't, well, I've never had the inkling to buy one again, put it that way. No, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just what but I But they thinking. are a thing. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they exist in most Iceland. Or at least they did in the nineties when yeah. kebabs were seen. I, mean, I don't think I've got an Iceland near me. So maybe, maybe I need to, maybe I need to. Uh, farm, f- farm food? Farm food. Blimey. <laughs> that's, a, that's a name I've not heard for a while. I used to remember we used to have a cordon bleu in Worcester, which is like the freezer center. Okay. Um, I used to call it Gordon Blue, but yeah. But I might have to take some of the uh, some of the podcast me- meager budget and uh, and go and buy one and see whether I can uh, once once this lockdown's over. Yeah, another thing to add to the non- the uh, the post lockdown list. Oh no, I think you can add that to the lockdown list. I mean, frozen kebabs are the kind of thing that you can get delivered. Yeah, but then I'd have to do like a whole shop. Yeah, I'll find you some, don't worry. Yeah, okay. Maybe you can do that as my as my official carer. <laughs> I'll do that for you, don't worry. <laughs> Thanks, mate. You said you had one final thing you want to talk about. Yeah, kebabs. so so one of the one of the things here is that is that kebabs generally from wherever we've been have been Turkish. Whereas um for a lot of places kebabs are Greek. Mm. And so you wind up with things like souvlaki. And there's really only one souvlaki place that i've been or two souvlaki places that i've been to one i don't think exists anymore because it's a um can you explain what that is because i don't know so souvlaki basically and this is a bit like the whole greek turkish rivalry thing Mm. they're basically the same thing Um, the cuisines do overlap quite they they overlap quite significantly Mm. but basically it's meat cooked on a skewer Mm. or cooked on a spit in um in a wrap with salad but mm-hmm. souvlaki generally often has chips in as well. Okay. Different sources. And also, the other main difference between Greek and Turkish is that, is that you do have the option of having pork. Because okay. obviously, well, I mean, Greece I, I, being a Christian country and, and, and Turkey being Muslim. And the simple thing I always think is that it's the bread. Like, pita bread is Greek, and then Turkish have the kind of pidi bread, which, yes. is, which is flatter and you get on the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, there's one in Farringdon, which I heartily recommend. A friend of mine called Dave, who I'll give a shout out to, because I don't know whether he listened to the podcast, if he's like Don, probably not. He took me to a place that his uh, his girlfriend, who is Greek, really, really likes, called Great, capital G-R-E-A-T, which I thought was quite a 
quite a mm-hmm, clever mm-hmm, play mm-hmm. on words. Yeah, like that. Um, in Farringdon, it is actually technically close enough to get a delivery on delivery, but I haven't quite made it there yet. Um, their food is fantastic. The uh, the one thing that I do like, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, but again, I'll put a link in and then a link to what this stuff is. But it's basically like a like a spicy cheese sauce, right? So they have the usual sort of tzatziki and mm. you know those sorts love, of sauces. Love tzatziki. Yeah, me too. But this one is like it's almost like a smoky, spicy cheese sauce. Mm, okay, which is really really nice. And I'll find the name of the pop up place as well um, because I'm pretty sure they're still in different. They're still around in London. They do really great. Um, they do really great kebabs. The other thing that they do really nicely, and, it, and to be fair, this is something that I've brought into my home cooking, which I think we'll talk about in a different episode. Is um, kebab shop was the first time I ever had halloumi. Which is a which is you know a cheese episode may well be a, a thing for us a to talk cheese about. Cheese episode. Yeah. Um, well, I'm still trying to convince you to a vegetarian episode, and I think that would fit into yeah, that. I nicely. don't eat enough vegetarian food to really have oh. an opinion about it. Halloumi is vegetarian. Yeah, but I have that with meat. I have that as an addition. But yeah, the so I love halloumi. I think it's amazing. But this place basically does the mainland Greek version of of. Uh, halloumi because halloumi yeah, comes it, from cyprus say halloumi is from cyprus yeah it? this is the mainland greek version and they wrap it in mint leaves so it has like a very 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 slight mint tinge to it is it still squeaky yes yeah it is it's a little bit softer than than um than halloumi or at least the sort that i've had is, is a little bit softer but yeah i always pay the extra it's a bit like you go into a, a mexican place and go you know or oh, extra extra pound for guacamole this place is like, well, it's an extra pound or an extra pound 50, I think it was, for Halloumi. Do you want to add it? I was like, well, yeah, I'm upright and breathing, aren't I? Um, <laughs> yeah, of course I want it. Um, so that was really good. So those are the two re- sort of really Greek places. And actually, if we're talking about Greek restaurants rather than just kebabs, um, Camden's actually got a couple of really good ones. The one that springs immediately to mind is Andy's Taverna, which has got a bit of a legendary reputation mm-hmm. down here. One thing you have to bear in mind is that Greek restaurants, a bit like La Roma was in Worcester, if you're eating there, you're eating there for the evening and your dinner's going to take you about four hours <laughs> um, just because that's how they do it. So there's that one. Then there's also another one called Daphne's, which is almost next door. I've where, where, are, where are those again? So those are in Camden and mm-hmm. they are on basically the one back from Camden High Street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Really good food, a really good service, just generally excellent. There was always a really nice place in Crouch End. Okay. I uh, used to have hanging baskets and things, sort of, you know, it, it looks like it was just been lifted out of the Mediterranean and stuck in Crouch End. <laughs> uh, I went there once for sort of a meze. Yes. You know, I, did, I didn't have much money, so, and let's face it, I mean, that's one of the favourite things, like whether it's a starter in a Turkish place yes. or, or whether it's sort of Greek food. I love those... Um, I do love the mezes, the kind of the, mm. you know, the mixtures of the, the the different, and just taramasalata full yes. stop, you know. Um, but also those, um, and maybe you were talking about cheese earlier, the kind of sort of phyllo pastry wrapped sort of cheesy yes. things and stuff that you oh. get as well. It's like borax or something. I don't know. Uh, borak. Is that is that right? Borak is the, is the Turkish term for it, certainly. the um, Yeah, it's normally cheese and spinach. Mm. My friend Gulen um, makes Thank them sometimes you. and brings them along to the uh, when I do kebab when I do barbecues in the back garden. So would Shawarma be more Middle Eastern, maybe then? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're, we're mixing that area of the world, aren't we? So you know the kebab sort of thing is covering. Uh, there's Middle Eastern influences, Turkish influences, yes. Greek influences, and they're kind of there are a lot of similarities. Yeah, very much. So. And I think again, you're just as you had with the with the Indian food mm. episode where the Indian subcontinent that yeah, basically yeah, yeah. looks anything yeah. like the kebab. You could probably 
go you could probably wind you could probably mm. take somebody from Syria or Lebanon or or, or mm. Turkey and bring them here and they go well it's almost what we have but it's not and I think that's that's one of the things I love so much about Great Britain is that mm. we 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 take in all of these influences because the, yeah and, the and thing, we make it sort of our own or or or, or we assimilate these people and, yeah, and they yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, modify yeah. their their culture a little bit to fit but we still welcome it and what one of the one of the things I've been I've had my eyes eyes open to recently is the differences in flavor between Middle Eastern um, Turkish and Greek hummus. Which you'd think there wouldn't be any difference, but there okay. is. There's a, there's a massive difference in texture and flavour. Oh, interesting. So um, how is that different? Because I'm, I must confess, I'm not a massive. Well, I I get put off hummus because I don't like the stuff that comes in the pots in the supermarket. Well, when well, I get it in yeah. a restaurant, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. get enough of it. The stuff from the Turkish rest, like the Turkish shop where I get mine mm-hmm. from, tastes really good. Yes, and the taramaslata tastes really good. Yes, and I bought some taramaslata from Sainsbury's the day, and it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the um the so that's got it's kind of like um that's got sort of a little bite to it and a bit of texture. Yes, whereas the Middle Eastern stuff is like a puree. It's completely. Mm. Um, and so the olive oil kind of stays with it, you know, and it's, yes. it's like the way that different olive oils taste, you know, that you get Spanish, Italian, yes. Greek, you know, I personally prefer the Spanish. Yes. But I also like to have the oil that goes with the food that I'm eating. Yes. But if I'm just using olive oil on its own, I, uh, which, which will please my Spanish friends, that Spanish olive oil, I think is the one that tastes the best. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's actually reminded me thinking about things that you don't really get is there used to be a place and I don't think it. I think it's it's changed hands a couple of times since I last went there, but it was used to be called the Istanbul. The garlic sauce you used to get was almost like a foam. Mm, okay, and I've never seen it anywhere else. Is it not trying to be a bit pretentious? No, it, no, it's not because it it looked almost that it was quite traditional. Someone hadn't spat in your like kebab. A, well, to be fair, if their if their spit tastes like that, <laughs> I want more of it. <laughs> That stuff, I'm not in joking. It was like crack. I because they because they always used to bring. It's good, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's amazing, and I still don't quite know what it is. So if anybody please out there knows what it, what it is and whether I can make it at home, please let me know. But basically, whatever you ordered, it was it was another one of my places I used to go for a you know used to do a lunchtime deal, and you, and as with most of these sorts of places, you used to get bread and dips hmm. before your main arrived, and you used to get this stuff, and it used to be like this bowl of you used to get the bowl of chili sauce. And then you used to get a bowl of this sort of garlic foam. And it wasn't quite foam and it wasn't quite mousse. It was really weird. Um, it was almost like, I don't know, it's indescribable. But it was amazing <laughs> and I loved it. And and normally I try and avoid onions and garlic um, at lunchtime just because of, you know, the whole breath issue. But that was just, just for the list, Just for the listener, Tibble's face literally looks like a kid with a new bike at the moment. I know, right? He looks so happy. I'm so happy about, that I remembered it. Thinking about this foam that he once ate. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I'm, but that's the other thing, actually. Sorry, coming right back. Are you, are you an all-salad guy? Do you have yeah, all the salads? All the salads. Extra chilies. Yeah, you see, I, I often don't have onions because weirdly and i don't know and i want to know whether this is a thing because i've tried googling and it doesn't seem to be if i eat raw onions it makes me really hungry okay and i don't know why and it's well, really no, i mean 
Um, I monks, love the taste of it. But monks in Japan aren't allowed to eat onions because it fires up the fires up the passion and things like mm. chili and garlic. You know, it all it's supposed to all get your juices flowing and your and your metabolism up. Oh, and so, because monks is, live then. a very calm life, your yes. Buddhist monks not allowed to eat onions and chilies and ginger and all of that. Oh. So yeah, I think I think that's very much is what it does. But I think it's it shouldn't be ever raw. It should be steeped in water. It should yes. it should be watered so that yes. the, the the really nasty ingredients mm-hmm. sort of come out of it so it's a yes. little bit softer i did that when i when i made a big mac the other day when i, I was desperate <laughs> for a big mac um the chopped onions i left them in water yes just while i was cooking and so it meant that when they came out yes they're raw onions but they don't have that acid kick yes. that, that a, a, an onion does if you don't oh, put it in water yeah i'm trying to remember whether i have, i'm sure i went to a kebab place once that, that did pickled onions yeah and you always get a bit you know i, I think onions are normally like left in water or maybe a little bit of pickle as yes. well uh, red cabbage is a big favourite mm. of mine. Yes, yeah, no, you very know. much so. But like I said, if you that's if you're going for the kind of kebab place that puts it all on the on the donor wrap or the mm. or the or the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the wrap or the shawarma or the pitta, you know, if you if you sit down, then I expect a salad on the side, hundred yes. percent, you know, and a little bit of gherkin in that salad as well. Oh, always. No, I'm a big gherkin fan for sure. Whenever I've sat down at a Turkish place, you always get a bit of gherkin in the yeah. salad. Okay. I haven't. And, I, I'll, I'll, I'll and cori- coriander time. on it as well, normally. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> what the feck is Tibbles Nibbles? Anyway, so if you were to have a kebab, like, I mean, obviously I appreciate we've just spent the afternoon eating sausages. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're hungry and you wanted a kebab, go to the kebab shop. So I'm, I'm going for one in bread. Yes. Uh, I think it would be a, yeah, some kind of lamb, yeah, real, real bits of lamb inside it so lamb sheesh yeah all, all the, the salads, salads all the salads extra chili chili sauce and if i feel that their chili sauce is particularly hot then i might have a little tiny bit of the old uh, mint and yogurt or garlic yeah. mayo in there as well mm. but i usually just go for the chili and it's yeah. okay nice uh or if i feel particularly filthy i'll have it in a container over the top of a portion of chips <laughs> yeah i never quite got the whole uh chips and Chips and kebab. Don't knock it till you try it. No, I, I've never. I've, no I bread. I've ever had no it. bread. I'm not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, not double carving. Put the put the meat and salad on top of chips. Oh, you have it with the salad as well. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just and the have sauce. The... When I was talking about the Nottingham days, that was just meat. But yes. now, if I do it, I feel like you know, replace the carbs of the bread with the carbs mm-hmm. of chips. That's actually really nice. Yeah, I do recommend it. Yeah, I might I might give it a go. No, for me, it would be Woody Grill. Um, then it would be the lamb on a wrap. Mm-hmm. with all the salad apart from onion if I have the courage I'll ask for an extra chilli and then chilli sauce and garlic it's a good place to finish isn't it yeah I think so and now I'm hungry again even though I'm really full oh. Tibbles Nibbles always makes me so hungry you've got to have steak don't eat rice in pubs <laughs> yeah well, as in beef tallow you had to leave your shoe behind the bar <laughs> crackling shouldn't be floppy oh and pies only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. I'm a simple man. Tibbles nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. So there we have it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, or people, should I say. Um, thank you very much for listening along to our kebab podcast. What's your favourite kebab? What's your kebab of choice? Um, where do you like to go? Uh, have I missed anywhere in uh, in Camden or its environs that you think of, think is worth trying out? Let me know. Um, you can email me uh, tibblenibbles at gmail.com or you can drop me a message on the website tibblenibbles.com or you can uh, contact me on Instagram, tibblenibbles blog. Thanks very much for your time, everyone. And I look forward to talking to you again. <laughs>